Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And I think the MVP, I, I thought Russell Wilson was going to win this thing, but I now think this ought to be the most lopsided NFL MVP vote ever. Tom Brady was unanimous in 2010, and I think Lamar Jackson ought to be unanimous this season as well. Do you? Um... He might be unanimous, but I don't feel as strongly about it as everyone else seems to. I mean, I I saw what I think is a preposterous tweet last night from a friend of mine, Mike Florio, at Pro Football Talk on Twitter, who said anyone who votes for anyone other than Lamar for MVP should be stripped of their vote. You know, wow. I would say, number one, Dave, I got a problem with anyone that has that mindset ever. And in fact, I think it's it's part of what's wrong with America. You know, it's almost like the um, the suppression of any type of opposing voices. Like, that's ridiculous to me. Anybody that has an MVP vote should have every right to cast that vote on whoever they think for whatever their reasons. Now, especially based on how Russell Wilson played Sunday night against the Rams and Lamar last night, I think I would cast my vote for Lamar Jackson. But to make it sound like it's the worst thing in the world if you cast your vote for Russell Wilson and that you should have your vote taken away, I think is ridiculous. Let me say a couple things, Dave, right? Yep. Here is pass attempts. And this plays into Lamar's completion percentage of 66%. Pass attempts for Lamar since week seven. 20, 23, 17, 24, 20, 23, 25-23. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, that's wonderful. That's about where he should be. That's that that's part of the reason why the offense is working so well. But Dave, you have to also consider at times what they're asking these guys to do. All right? Lamar Jackson is not being asked to carry teams with his right arm, and rightfully so. And if you watch when he throws the ball, usually he's got just about as much time as he could want, and usually guys are wide open. When I watch Lamar Jackson, the Ravens, Dave, I'm not – what what stands out to me, and maybe it's because I'm a quote-unquote football guy, isn't Lamar's ability – although that's very impressive, 
as much as I am blown away by how big the holes are in the running game for Mark Ingram, for Gus Edwards, for Lamar Jackson. And I'm blown away by how wide open guys are in the passing game. And I don't think if you say those things, you're taking away from what Lamar is accomplishing. He's still the one that's doing it. But we have to be honest with ourselves and say that what we're looking at is unbelievable. Guys are wide open. Running holes are huge. And so does that diminish Lamar maybe a little bit? Yeah, maybe a little bit. I'd like to see how Russell Wilson would be in the offense. You watch the Seahawks, and what I see is Russell Wilson making some ridiculous throws to guys that are very well covered down the field. So I would still probably cast my vote for Lamar, but I still think it's close. You know, the Seahawks have three losses. The Ravens have two. The Seahawks are in the same division as the 49ers, and they beat the Niners in San Francisco. Seahawks and Russell Wilson have been extremely impressive. And if someone wants to cast their vote for Russell Wilson, I'm okay with that. I am not. I I do not think there is. The only possible argument you could make for someone else, I think, is actually Michael Thomas. And here's why I think I'm almost as impressed with Michael Thomas as I am with Lamar Jackson. Because when you face Baltimore, there's just one thing you say to yourself, I have to stop. I have to stop Lamar Jackson, and that's it. There, There is really, yes, Lamar, Mark Ingram's a very talented player. Needless to say, the guy won a Heisman Trophy and is having an excellent season. The, the holes are huge. There is one thing you have to prepare for for the Saints, and still somehow Michael Thomas is going out and getting 10, 12 catches each and every week. But... Being that it's the quarterback position, being it's that it's going to be the number one seed in the AFC, and being that we've just never seen anything like this type of dual success. And I don't even think you can. Yes, you you have to bring up Michael Vick because he's the closest thing we've seen to this. He's better than Michael Vick. He's better than Michael Vick ever was. Now, I don't know how long this lasts. That, to me, is ultimately the question. I can't see a possible MVP vote for anybody else. I think he will be a unanimous MVP, second only to Tom Brady in 2010. You brought up the attempts. I don't care so much because here's the touchdowns. Three, four, five, one, three, five. That's 21 touchdowns for Lamar Jackson passing in the last six weeks, teams have one thing to prepare for, and they can't prepare for it. Defenses that move so fast, they seem to have at least figured out a little bit. Patrick Mahomes cannot figure out Lamar Jackson. Maybe it only lasts a season, or two, or three, but it's the best show we've ever seen. Radio.com Sports asked last night a poll which is more fun to watch? 2018 Patrick Mahomes, 2019 Lamar Jackson. And that is an excellent conversation to have. Um, recency bias, I have to say Lamar Jackson. I've never been so glued to my television with my kid 
11-year-old son right there not wanting to miss a moment of this guy, even late in a blowout. I don't even care if it's a blowout because I want to see what this guy does next. I don't think Michael Vick's in the conversation. Here's why. Michael Vick, he already broke his rushing record, which he will pad and probably pass him by 100 or 200 yards if they even play him in Week 17, which, frankly, no, John Harbaugh. Don't do it. Put him down. Sit him down in Week 17. Secure that number one seed. Give the guy some rest. 21 touchdowns is Michael Vick's all-time high. Lamar Jackson's already thrown for 33. And the, the rushing, we already know, Lamar Jackson will blow by that record. And Michael Vick's highest ever completion percentage in his long, successful career was 60%. Lamar Jackson's at 66. He's better in every single way than Michael Vick ever was, Ross. Yeah, I, you know, it's funny because November 10th, I tweeted Lamar, you know, greater than Vic. And a lot of people said, whoa, it's way too early. You can't say that. Uh, yes, I can. Yeah. I mean, now, in fairness to Vic, he was never in this offense. He was never in Greg Roman's offense. And I'd love to have seen Michael Vic in this offense. But Lamar Jackson's going to be the MVP of the NFL. Michael Vick never was. He already has more wins this year than Michael Vick's teams ever did in a season. I mean, his best year was 2004 when they were 11-4. and four. So the Vick thing to me is not even much of a debate. I will say this, though, about Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson has less interceptions than Lamar Jackson on a lot more attempts. Ru Lamar Jackson has a, a little under 2,900 yards in 14 games. Russell Wilson, almost 3,500 yards in 13 games. This is passing. Right. Russell Wilson, 8.2 yards per attempt. Lamar Jackson, 7.8 yards per attempt. Obviously, Lamar has run for a lot more yards than Russell Wilson has. What I would tell you is, I feel like Lamar Jackson has a significant schematic advantage every time the Ravens take the field. I don't feel that way with Russell Wilson. I feel like Russell Wilson is doing this almost all by himself. Um, so I still think there's a good debate there. I'd probably go with Lamar Jackson, but I think it's a good debate. And look, our guys from Pro Football Focus that we talk with every week, Dave, they sent me an email yesterday, Matt Stofsky. Okay. They have a new stat, which is war, right? They are trying to calculate war for NFL players like they do in Love baseball. It. Awesome. Like they do, and I don't know how they're trying to calculate it, but they're trying to. They have Russell Wilson number one. They have Lamar Jackson number six in the NFL in war. So if you go by Pro Football Focus and their stats and their metrics, they're saying Russell Wilson's the most valuable player and not Lamar Jackson. And I just think what the Ravens are doing schematically with Greg Roman is befuddling every team they play. 
And so depending on how much stock you put in that, that would be the tail of the tape in terms of Russell or Lamar for MVP. Pro football folk is the best. We have them on every Wednesday. We'll have to break down the wins against replacement in the NFL stat next week. That's a fantastic conversation. I do want you to weigh in on that radio.com sports poll. More fun to watch. Ross, 2018 Patrick Mahomes, 2019 Lamar Jackson. I went with the latter, but it's very close. I think Mahomes for me. And I think Mahomes for me because I, well, first of all, with Mahomes comes Tyreek Hill and that speed, which is amazing to watch. But also, I guess I'm more impressed by some of the throws Patrick Mahomes was able to make last year than I am by Lamar's running. I'm not in awe of any of Lamar's passes. He's doing a really nice job, much better than he was last year. But what makes my jaw drop are some of Lamar Jackson's runs. I think Patrick Mahomes made my jaw drop last year more with some of the throws he was able to make. So I would go with Mahomes on that. It's a good good poll, though. And lastly, one thing got broken last night, and I'm not talking about ankles when Lamar Jackson's running down the field and crossing dudes over like Allen Iverson. He broke the jersey swap last night. I don't know how many people saw this. If you haven't seen it, check my Twitter feed, at Dave Briggs TV, tweeted out some video of that uh, early this morning. After the game, you've seen the, the jersey exchanges in the NBA, in soccer, in the NFL, two players, great recognizing, great game recognizing game. They go out, they swap jerseys. Well, this was unusual. Lamar Jackson, after shaking hands, there were Jets players lined up like a couple of 12-year-old kids with oogly eyes lining up to do a jersey swap. And thankfully, Lamar Jackson brought extra jerseys. I noticed it was Le'Veon Bell, couldn't see the other two guys. Did you see that? Do you like how opposing teams just get thrashed? In the case of the Jets, 42-21, and then line up like a bunch of kids for autographed jerseys. You know, times they are a-changing, Dave. Um, I, I don't really like the jersey swap to begin with. I mean, I'm here in my home office, and I've got my high school jersey, my college jersey, Redskins, Cowboys, Buffalo Bills. I don't know where these guys have room or where they put up all these jerseys of opposing players. I don't have enough room to put up all my jerseys. So I don't really love the jersey swap from that standpoint to begin with. And then when you add to that, all these guys lining up after the game, after they just got their asses kicked. I'm not a big fan of that. I think it's okay to go over after a game and say, hi, how you doing? How's the family? If it's a guy that you know. Um, but times are changing. I'm an old, has been, 40-year-old, never was, whatever. So maybe I just don't get it. But... I, I think that's probably a pretty bad look 
and I'm not a real fan of it, especially on the field in public. You know, I think it might be a little bit better if you did it, you know, back in the locker room afterwards. But even then, I just, uh, there's something something weird about that in my mind. Uh, quickly, we, we like to get around the country, Red Zone style, radio.com Red Zone style. And uh, Sean and RJ, our friends down in Dallas, 105.3 The Fan, we're talking about just this, the, the jersey swap, ridiculous nature of it last night, and just the greatness that is Lamar Jackson. Here's what the boys had to say in Dallas this morning. Lamar Jackson record setting. He beats Mike Vick's single-season quarterback rushing record. Uh, he had 86 yards on the ground and five touchdown passes, 212 yards and five touchdown passes. And he was handing out jerseys after the game like it was a like it was a charity event. Like they were lined up. The Jets were lined up for Lamar Jackson to be signing these jerseys. Tom Brady tweeted out, me against Lamar. 40-yard dash. Lamar has to wear rollerblades on grass. Who buys the pay-per-view? <laughs> Lamar with rollerblades on grass against Tom Brady. 40-yard dash. Some good fun had. Everyone in the country is talking about Lamar Jackson. We've got a little more radio.com red zone just to give you a sense this is like the patriots earlier in the week with spygate 2 it's not just in baltimore where they're talking about or in new york where they got thrashed it's the entire country all these markets across the country take a listen from a couple around the nation talking about the lamar greatness you know th this ravens team is at a point where they are favorites to win the super bowl but yeah, i don't know how anybody probably, stops them probably like the number 1 team versus like the 28th team sure it's a it's a play action to a tight end or it's down the field you don't know what's coming at any point and all of it is successful if lamar jackson is healthy and this good with that speed which by the way looks like a video game how do you stop him seriously now could they lose a game to the chiefs 45-42, and Patrick Mahomes is, is doing the things we've, we've seen from him since he's been a starter with the Chiefs, maybe. But because that, you know, the Ravens defense has been good, but obviously you could do some things against them. But I don't know. I don't, I, as I stand here right now, and I know there's a long way to go, if this team is healthy and Lamar is healthy, how do you stop? You remember last year, they were, what, eight games into Lamar Jackson's run as starter? And... The Chargers had a game plan. They were ready for Baltimore. But this is a different quarterback. It's a different offense. Mark Ingram, Hollywood Brown, obviously the focus on the tight ends. Mark Andrews being a major piece of what this offense does. Doesn't really matter what your credentials are. The Ravens couldn't care less. Lamar Jackson was obviously the star of that game. He was throwing touchdown passes every time. You turned around and watching that guy run is unbelievable. Biggest story in sports across the country. That's your radio.com red zone on a football Friday. JJ joins us now, the star of Wayland Baptist. At halftime, I had 51, and the score record was 50, and I had 51 at halftime. So we were at halftime in the locker room, and me and my, it was just me and my teammates in the locker room at first. And one of my teammates, Gage, he said, he said, JJ, I think you can go for 75. And another, another one of my teammates, he said, he said, actually, JJ, I think you can go for 80. And I said, guys, honestly, I can go for 100. And then, so 
so that's how the conversation went in the locker room. And uh, that that's kind of when I knew I had a chance to get to 100. I was I was prepared for it because um, uh, again, Kobe's my favorite player, and uh, his 81 point game. I saw a video where he said he he was able to get 81 points because he ran all summer, and I did a ton of running in the summer just thinking about that. And my coach even asked me at halftime. He said, JJ, are you conditioned for this? I said, Coach, all summer. And that's just that's just how it went down. And my good friend, Coy Wire, former captain of the Atlanta Falcons, former Buffalo Bill with Ross Tucker covering that game this morning on the stadium. Coy Wire, good morning to you, sir. It really it highlights and it puts on a pedestal, not just the players who have dedicated themselves to our country, but, but all men and women who decide to dedicate their life to service of our nation. You know, it's said that um, the Army-Navy game is the only game where everyone on the field is willing to risk their life for everyone watching the game. So there is this incredible sense of pride, this incredible sense of humility as a fan when you watch these young men out, go out there and pour their hearts out. It's, it's about so much more than the football game. I think it's one of the greatest rivalries in all of sports of all time. One, because of its longevity, dating way back to 1890. Um, this is the 120th edition. Uh, but it, it's, it's like the perfect example that you can have a foe, someone that you don't really necessarily like, and you're gonna give them everything you can and you know maybe have some heated debates and heated battles, so to speak, out here on the football field. But afterwards, you can still respect that person because in the end, we're all one, we're all connected. That's what I think this is about. You get a lot of the trash talking, the go Army, beat Navy, go Navy, beat Army. But in the end, there's like this underlying current of respect. It's the ultimate show of sportsmanship um, and uh, respect for your opponent. That's that's why I love watching watching this game and watching these two fandoms clash, but then in the end, embrace one another. 790 the ticket in Miami. Channing Crowder, good to see you, man. Dave Briggs and Ross Tucker. How you doing, my friend? I'm good, fellas. Down here in South Florida, getting ready for Christmas. Still 80 degrees, so I'm set, baby. I live in paradise. Channing, let's talk about Lamar Jackson and the show he has put on this season. Unlike anything we have ever seen in the history of this game, five touchdown passes last night, breaking Michael Vick's all-time single-season rushing record for a quarterback can you hand him the mvp should he be unanimous in that regard oh yes and i've seen uh, i think i was following y'all's twitter and one of y'all retweeted that um you should lose your vote if you don't vote lamar jackson mvp this year he's just amazing i love what harbaugh did with him i love what the ravens utilized him everybody i, I call it trying to try to make a manatee climb a tree where we're gonna make you the quarterback we want we're gonna make you dan marino tom brady drew Brees. Let Lamar be Lamar. This man is balling, breaking Michael Vick's record, and also throwing 33 touchdown passes. Michael Vick's never got close to that 33 in a season while running the ball as like Michael Vick did. I played Vick. I'm cool with Vick. That's my dude. He lives five minutes from me. But Lamar is better than Vick's ever been. Lamar is the best thing I've seen this season. And it was him and Russ in my mind. And then when I watched that, that Rams game a couple of nights back, about a week ago now with Russell, it's a different feeling when you watch Lamar Jackson run that ball, throw that ball. Last season, and now a lot of stories came out where he wasn't comfortable with the size of an NFL ball. So that first year, you were questioning him. They took him with a 30-second pick. Four quarterbacks went in front of him, including Rosen, who's already been to his second team. 
So you were questioning Lamar, and I was actually questioning Lamar a lot. I was on my show every day saying, ah, Lamar Jackson, Louisville. You know, I don't know if he can duplicate that in the NFL. Lamar Jackson figured this out. They utilize him like they're supposed to. Great run game around him. Great offensive line. Guys are still with the Ravens that I played against. I've been retired nine years. 45 tight ends on their roster so they can get in those heavy set fullbacks everywhere. I love what, how they're utilizing Lamar, but then you put a man in that situation, he has to make a play. Lamar Jackson, hands down, give him the MVP. And if anybody disagrees with that, like I said, you should lose your vote. You don't know football. What we've seen in the past of quarterbacks, what our respect level, I think Tom Brady's the greatest of all time. Now, can Lamar do this for another eight, nine years and take that title? Maybe if he went start winning more Super Bowls like Brady, but when you look at quarterbacks, we see the guy sitting in the pocket. We still, we're still looking for Dan Marino in Miami right now. But what Lamar does and what you bring up, Ross, is those those holes that he create that are created by the Ravens offense and Greg Roman's skin, it's created by Lamar because you, all you do is sit on your heels. I coach high school football. People run the RPO. They run the read option in high school, and you have to always have an edge. So if you have to have always have a guy – standing there on his heels waiting to see if Lamar pulls it. Now every gap inside gets wider. And as you see the Ravens throughout the game, when they see your approach, they'll start getting, they'll start widening their gaps out because, oh, you're going to stay outside? So now you're six yards away from the center. We're going to make you seven yards away from the center. You're still not going to crash down? We're going to put you eight yards away from the center. We're going to put a tight end in the game. I've seen defensive ends that were 10 yards away from the ball when it snapped because of the fact that they just keep giving space and space because the edge setter cannot crash down the edges. If you crash down, Lamar's pulling that rock. He has the right to pull that rock. Everything is a read to him. And if he sees that edge rusher, that Gatane player, fly down to hit Mark Ingram, who is playing amazing. I love Mark. What is it? Big trust. Whatever they do on the videos. I don't know. I'm, I'm not a young kid anymore. I don't even know what the hell they're talking about. But <laughs> when, when they with their scheme, you cannot – crash the box. And from a defensive outside, I played outside linebacker and inside. That is a, a bind that you're in that can't be fixed because there's only 11. So if it's 11 on 10 with a legit, you know, old school quarterback, now you have numbers. It's 11 on 11 legit football with Lamar Jackson at quarterback. You don't have the numbers. Come down in the box if you want to. He is going to destroy you. And that's why he's at a thousand, uh, you know, a thousand forty yards now. But it, it, it is a lot of schemes. I'm an old school guy. I hate air raid. I hate where college is going. I hate 65 to 62 games. I'm not, I don't like that type of football. Old school style of football, bully ball they play, but now they have a guy that can pull that ball and get going. I, I want to give a lot of credit to the scheme, Ross, but also Lamar makes that scheme work to perfection. How long can his body hold up? Tom Brady's played for 20 years because of the style he plays in. The bigger picture with Lamar is, or the, the question that you would have to answer with a guy like Lamar or any of these athletic quarterbacks, Kyler Murray, who's not doing what Lamar does but has the ability to do it, is what if you got this style of offense, this style of play out of Lamar Jackson for six, seven years, and, and he can't do it anymore. He just hits the hit pile up. He just cannot maintain physically in this style of offense. But what if those seven years you have five Pro Bowl appearances, you have two All-Pros, you have three Super Bowl wins, two Super Bowl wins, is that worth it? And that's what I think will be the question. Can this scheme of offense, can Greg Roman, can Harbaugh, can they continue to add small nuances? Because the Dolphins played the, uh, the Ravens game one this season, and 59 to 10, they destroyed them. Lamar went crazy. 
But I, I'm seeing them progress. I'm seeing them add. I'm seeing them mature their offense. I'm seeing different things as I watch the Ravens. So I believe in that. It's on how many times they want to see Lamar get hit. I'm, I'm sure before last night, Lamar was at 159, I believe I saw. I'm sure he's into the 170s now, somewhere around it. That's a lot of hits for a guy Lamar size to take. He's not a big dude. We saw it with their backup. I remember the game when Haloti Nada pretty much ended RG3's run. When he hit him, I coming off that right edge, Haloti Nada pursued the ball, hit him, bent his body in half, messed his knee up, and that was kind of the end of the RG3 that we were, we were accustomed to seeing early in his career. That would be the question with Lamar. Can it hold up throughout this season? Yes. Throughout next season, yes. I believe they can They can scheme up a way, with special, especially with Lamar's passes. And some of his passes, I don't think people give him credit for the accuracy, the pinpoint passes he throws across the middle, the deep ball, not jamming it in there. He's floating it nicely to Hollywood Brown. Like, I really enjoy watching this young man play. The longevity is what he can do. And my, you know, my bigger picture about that, What's wrong with having an all-pro running quarterback for seven years and then go draft another one and then draft another one? If it works, it works. You're not going to have any more Tom Brady's. You're not going to have Drew Brees's, Phillip Rivers. Their body won't hold up. But what if you can have a seven, eight-year run of just beautiful football like we're seeing out of Lamar? That's a decision I think the entire NFL is going to have to make, especially seeing what Lamar is doing this year. Hi, everyone. This is Dave Briggs. Thanks for listening to the Home and Home podcast. Remember, you can watch or listen live every day exclusively on the Radio.com app or on the web at Radio.com slash home. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.